the surge in popularity of class-based games like Overwatch, Apex Legends, as well as the continuing dominance of titles like Team Fortress and League of Legends has brought the age-old concept of building that perfect team into the limelight. The days of games that featured just identical protagonists with minor modifications like changing their armor color have been replaced with a deeper and much more personalized experience. While every Master Chief in a Halo title plays and controls in a, in a very similar manner, these class-based games allow participants to choose roles that are better suited to play their style as tank-like warriors, range-focused fighters, nimble assassins, and more. Every great squad should demonstrate a balanced approach in their loadouts, allowing the team to offset their vulnerabilities with corresponding strength. Sure, you know, like a team full of heavies may be exceptionally strong, right. but they typically lack the speed to achieve some of the mission's objectives. Mm -hmm. Classes based on range attacks will often struggle if the combat gets a little too close for comfort. Mm -hmm. But when the players select complementary roles, they tend to achieve success. And within all of the different character classes, the most essential loadout is often the one that has the lowest number of volunteers, the healers. Now, this isn't because the act of healing isn't valued. Oh, I love to, to the contrary, <laughs> a skilled healing support character typically makes the difference between victory and defeat for their entire squad. It's just, well, let's be honest, it, isn't always the most fun job on the team. No, you know, the tanks on the team, they get to push through enemy lines and wreak havoc, create <laughs> chaos, and they get to rack up huge stat lines thanks to the massive damage that they can deal. And their superior health bars, so they can take a lot of damage as well. Those in the medic support class, they tend to possess far fewer offensive yeah. capabilities. Many times they have the lowest health bar on the entire squad. So while other players get to run and jump and blast away at the opposition, the healers on the team must remain calm, avoid battles that they can't win, and monitor the health of their teammates. This is not a role for those who are seeking the spotlight. And when it's time to perform their role, healers have to risk their own lives running into danger in order to support their fallen comrades. It's a very dangerous an often thankless job. How many times does you stop and say, hey, thank you for being, oh, you usually just jump right back into the like, action cool, cool, back, and, back. and <laughs> fail again. But amidst all of the chaos that exists on the battlefield, there isn't a more welcome sight than seeing a healer risking it all to fight through the explosions and push through the enemy lines and pick us up when we have fallen. The role of a healer in our video games isn't typically a glamorous one player must be willing to sacrifice their own ambitious goals and personal desires in order to anticipate and respond to the needs of others. And often, from the healer's vantage point, the actions of those who they are seeking to save can seem nonsensical and downright foolish, but it's not the healer's role to judge the decisions of those who have fallen on the battlefield. It is their unique mission to meet them where they are, provide healing, and guide them to safety so they can try a different approach next time. It is this very mission that Christ himself chose when he came to this planet, not as the conquering hero that everyone wanted, but as the merciful good physician that they needed. Christ made it abundantly clear that in his time here on earth, he had a very simple focus, to seek and save the lost. And throughout his ministry, he was consistently found healing the bodies, minds, and souls of everyone he came into contact with. 
you know, in a life that only spanned about 33 years, Jesus spent the bulk of his time seeking out those who were hurting, mm -hmm. healing those who were suffering, and saving those who were lost. In a story that was completely about him, the Son of God chose to be a support class character, to the point of even washing his own followers' feet, including the feet of the one who would betray him. And when he had finished the action of washing their feet, he had a simple request of those who would choose to follow him. Go and do likewise. In our real world, people are hurting all around us, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And the greatest disservice we could do to the example that Christ set for us is to see this world as a war zone where we hunker down in the safety of our base and ignore the cries for support that are coming from every direction. If we could see the, you know, the battery life remaining in others, the same way we're able to see the battery life remaining on our phones, we would probably interact with those people differently. We could see a big red flashing bar over someone's head showing they only have 5% left before they completely collapse and fall apart. Maybe we wouldn't be so quick to judge them and condemn them. And that thought convicts me more than any other right now. If we could truly see through the eyes of Christ, through to the pain and the weariness and the torment that others were facing, we would spend less time fighting others on this battlefield and more time healing others on this battlefield. Jesus spent his life healing the oppressed and doing good. And if we want to truly display the heart of Christ and our love for him in the world that we occupy, we don't have to look much further than one of his final actions before he breathed his last breath. As the ultimate healing support character in his terminal and tortured condition on the cross, we see the true heart of Christ on display for all to see. Even in the place of his deepest pain, he pushed through it to provide one last hurting human with reassuring words of peace and comfort. When he told the thief that was next to him on the cross, Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. I got chills. Um, <laughs> no, really, look, look. Anyway, Jesus didn't waste his time correcting the blasphemous statements of the thief on one side of him. Instead, he spent his limited remaining strength providing spiritual healing to the one who was reaching out for help. And this is the calling we've been called to. Jesus didn't need more Pharisees. He had plenty. He needed more healers who were willing to leave the comfort of the 99 to seek and save the one who had gotten lost. In his final moments of anguish, Christ pushed through his pain to reassure a repentant criminal and even forgive those who are currently in the process of murdering him. As his representatives in this fallen world, it often feels like we are in an underpowered support class with too small of a health bar to even take care of ourselves, much less, you know, heal others. But his power to save is shown best through our weakness. It is the unique position of Christ's followers to push through our own insecurities, our own pain, our own vulnerabilities, to stop in the middle of the battle and ask someone else we can help them. And when we become the covering that others need, binding up their injuries and carrying them to safety, it is in that place that we will finally find a heart that is receptive to the message of Christ. The role of a healer or support class in our video games is an essential part of the team. 
but often an unwanted position to occupy. It means putting the needs of others ahead of our own, helping those who have made decisions that we don't necessarily agree with, and picking up those who have fallen in battle without judgment. It means we save those who, from our view, may have taken actions and made poor decisions that made them unworthy of being healed. But we're all unworthy of the mercy and grace that we have received. It means risking ourselves in the midst of a battle in which we may also be wounded and hurting, but we still stop what we're doing to heal others, because that's our calling. We are healers who have been given the ministry of reconciliation, acting as the physical hands and arms who bring other fallen and injured souls back into harmony with the Father. And when we bring them to him, he will perform the deep surgical work on the inside that will lovingly guide them, convict them, and purify them. We are his vessels of mercy, choosing the path of healers, acting as a covering for those who are wounded and have fallen in battle, and bringing them to the place where they can find true healing. You know, at times, we may feel weary from our own journey, and we'd rather simply find a safe and quiet place to wait for the Lord's return. I've heard yeah. plenty of people say that before, yeah. but we cannot turn our ears away from the sounds of those who are still suffering and seeking healing and peace. There are still too many people who are not ready for his return, and he is waiting until each and every one of his wavered sheep find their way home to him. And if we each listen closely, we can hear someone calling for healing, and we are the ones who have been commissioned to answer their